Broadcasting from the Unshackled Studios in Melbourne, this is Will's Front, brought to you by the Unshackled.net. Now here's Tim Wills. Hello everyone and welcome to this special midweek edition of the Wilmsfront Featured Interview Program on this Tuesday the 27th of February 2024 in place of the weekly Theorists show. We are broadcasting live on the Wilmsfront YouTube Odyssey and Rumble channel. It is 9.30pm here in Melbourne, Victoria. Now as regular viewers of Tim's News Explosion will know, I cover a lot of British news as Australia is part of the British Commonwealth with King Charles, also King of Australia. We also have the same Westminster system of government and plus a lot of my audience here, such as uh, Dawn Browning, Iron Duke and Lady of Shalott are expats and uh, the sick state of modern Britain is a warning to us all here of what will befall us if our government continues to allow mass migration and suppresses displays of Australian patriotism and pride. Uh, Britain is full of fake conservative free speech media, which aims aims to create the illusion that traditional Brits are having their grievances aired. But what is actually happening is they're acting as gatekeepers with the controlled narrative that means nothing actually changes in the UK. But there is one independent news outlet in the UK that actually is patriotic, believes in free speech, and that is Unity News Network. And I'm pleased to be joined tonight or today over in... uh, Glasgow in Scotland, uh, the the main man of Unity News Network, David Blues. <laughs> a pleasure to speak with you. Well, Tim, thank you very much for that very um, succinct and hundred percent accurate analysis of the, the the situation. And yes, like we we don't claim to be perfect at UNN. Some people might not like me; they might not agree with me, but. One thing we have really been calling out and, and explaining to people is the vast majority of people that you think are 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 on your side are actually working. But I mean, it's an it's an incredible bait and switch that 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 that, that the government has done. And um, I, I don't know if you're I'm not giving you a history lesson, but th- this was actually first done in in the Soviet Union. Was it? Well, I don't know whether Lenin did it or not, but they said, "Well, we, we we need to lead the opposition ourselves." And there was a there was a a movement that, that was set up in the early nineteen twenties to make people think that the white army, the the sort of the the, the, the pro czar, the pro nationalist Russians, were going to come back and take control. But I mean, it was actually the Bolsheviks that were running it, and they were just using it as a way to honeypot and get all the the real dissidents and then put them in a gulag. Uh, we have the same type of structure here in Australia. Uh, so the 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 main uh, so-called conservative news outlet is Sky News Australia, which is owned by Murdoch. So it's the equivalent yeah. of uh, Talk TV. And we also have uh, the Spectator as well. Uh, we also have uh, Rebel News Australia as well. Uh, though. Over in the UK, it seems that, uh, well, it's a, it's a smorgasbord of all of these uh, controlled uh, fake 
uh, conservative free speech types. In fact, two of them are over here, Douglas Murray and Constantine Kisson on a tour. And uh, so I, I'm certainly not going. Uh, I could think of nothing worse. Well, it was interesting. Um, you talk about Constantine Kisson. Um, someone did a bit of research on um, It came out that his father um, was a guy called Victor Kisson. And he was one of the leading um, oligarchs who basically helped rape Russia in the 1990s. They were stealing all the resources, etc. And um, now, I'm, as I said, I, for me, Putin is a mixed bag. But one of the things Putin did do was he stopped the naked theft that was taking place. And um, Konstantin Kisson's dad was one of them. And he was then kicked out of Russia for his for his behaviour. And now Constantine has emerged in, in the UK as the leading voice against the woke mind virus. He appeared out of nowhere, basically. I remember, what was that, 2018, 2019, all of a sudden, this trigonometry uh, mm -hmm. show, all of a sudden, the algorithm, it appeared in my feed. And if you look at his, uh, his, uh, his uh, like, Wikipedia, uh, there's nothing before like 2018. It says that he's a comedian and so is his co-host uh, Francis Foster, but uh, there's no sort of biography before that suddenly appeared on the scene. No, and I think the 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 the, the basic thing that I say to people is if you if you want to if you want to know who is isn't genuine, it's if you go on YouTube and they're they're they are popping up on your algorithm, then. These, these guys aren't the real deal. You don't get on YouTube. You don't get given that boost. You don't get given that audience if, if you are if, if you are actually challenging things and challenging the consensus. Um, and the, 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 my hope, though, is what happens is that these these guys won't act as a gatekeeper, but rather they'll act as a gateway, and then they'll start listening to people. And, and as you quite rightly pointed out at the start, Tim, you know, I am a free speech absolutist and and really people should be able to talk and think about what whatever they want you know this this exactly. is insane to think that this, the state is mandating what you can say and what you can think now the reality is most people in in the western hemisphere are polite and they're not stupid like you you understand if you're with people like there is there is there is ways of behavior and and if you do speak out of line or you do say something that people don't like, then there will be consequences for that. Whereas the the notion that the state can come in, label you a domestic extremist, label talk about hate. I mean, do you, do you guys have hate speech laws in Australia? I it's not as bad as in the UK with your public order offences. So I we don't have currently a. a, a ordinary people getting knocks, knocks at the door for misgendering uh, somebody online. Uh, it's not it's not as bad as that yet, although we do have a at uh, the state and federal uh, levels. Well, the state that I'm in, Victoria, has the Racial and Religious Tolerance Act and has right. a, a civil and criminal uh, vilification provision. And at the federal level, we have the Racial Discrimination Act, and they're wanting to bring in a Religious Vilification Act. They've they've just brought in this year, and 
it uh, was turbocharged after uh, the events of October 7, the uh, violent extremist material laws, uh, which is designed to make it easier when they raid an Australian uh, nationalist, they have a, like, seize their computer and say, well, they've got all of this, we're classifying that as extremism. Uh, that's basically how they got uh, the Reverend James Costello, who I had on my program last year. That's basically right, okay. got him in prison for, for five years just for publishing his religion creativity online. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I know James, and I'm 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 a friend of James, and I, I speak to him regularly from from prison. And what what has happened to James is just is is frightening, you know. And look, I I said at the time, like with what James did, James read out text and, and from a book, put them on a website, and then there was some stickers. I mean, no, no one was injured. No one was harmed. There was no, I mean, it wasn't like James James did this and then a pogrom took place and half of Liverpool burned down. You know, none, none of that happened. There was like one or two people complained. It's a clear free speech issue. If this had been in America, they'd have just said, that's your First Amendment rights. End of story. Whereas James is now serving five years, five years in prison for, for, for this. And it's it, it it's completely insane. And then you've got the Sam Melia case as well, which you know the, the Sam Melia case is even like. And I don't I don't like grading things in terms of bad, but I mean Sam Melia stuff was the most milk toast, soft stuff you would ever see. Like you know, whites to become a minority by twenty sixty six and standing up for white people, and they've, they've, they've deemed that illegal and and what 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 I, basically what's happened in the uk is like the cps is now acting like the adl or the splc or like hope not hate they are crafting a case against people padding it full of information to then go to a jury and say well look this guy's a racist this guy's a bad man he needs to be in prison and you know the problem is a, a jury now isn't is going to be terrified you're, you're you're a white guy on a jury right and you've got some some maybe some ethnic minorities there are you going to turn around and say well i think this guy's not guilty no you're going to be terrified you're going to you're going to want you're going to have to say that this guy's guilty or else they'll accuse you of being a racist i it's the the british justice system will get on to to that that has just become a absolute travesty i mean there's also uh, alex belfield who's in jail for five yep. years for uh saying mean things in videos to uh jeremy vine who seems to be uh, one of the most uh protected uh tv uh, personalities yeah and also sending some emails to the the bbc as well making some uh inquiries and i sadly suspect that uh sam Mila Milea, i think I always butcher names. Your names is not your name's nice and easy. <laughs> Sam uh, uh, so he's Laura Towler's husband. He I fear he'll get something like five years. It seems to be the standard sentence that they dish out uh to dissidents uh of the against the politico media uh complex. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the reality is, if the state decides to come after you, it really doesn't matter what you've said or not said. They will craft a case and they will they will screw you over. And it, 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 that that is what has happened. Is and people need to really, I think, understand this. The CPS, which is the Crown Prosecution Service in England and Wales, is now acting like a, a, a communist regulator for for speech and thought and um the the the, the judicial system just allows it to happen and it was interesting though at the sam melia case um, and a lot of the people that were there the the judge basically told the jury i mean you know he told them look this guy's not committed a crime here the 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 um Prosecution have admitted that, that there's no crimes here, and he 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 kind of directed the jury, and the jury still went out and found him guilty. Yeah, I was gobsmacked when I listened to Mark Collette's uh, stream on it. I, I've interviewed Mark Collette, and he is extremely articulate in his yeah. videos and also uh, when it comes to uh, prosecutions such as that very methodical as well one of the most uh, articulate uh, white nationalists i've ever come across and i know that uh, you're quite uh, well connected well with not just patriotic alternative but other uh, patriot nationalist uh, groups in the uk i will also uh, mention uh, to you we do have our own version of the anti-defamation league here in australia the anti-defamation commission headed by a mm. man called dr devere abramovich who's an academic Israeli Hebrew studies at the Melbourne University and he looks and sounds like a vampire he sounds like the count and he's lobbied for a swastika and Nazi salute bans at state and federal levels Uh, so uh, that uh, form uh, candidate who uh, ex-reform candidate uh, so his name was I've got the I've I've got it here. Uh, so uh, David uh, Carpen. Uh, so one of his uh, one of his crimes was posting a a, a EU flag, uh, but instead of the the yellow stars was <laughs> swastikas, which uh, is is quite funny. And then uh, another uh, other one of his offending ones was putting the the well, the rainbow flag down the the sewer. And what is that? And also, uh, who would you rescue from the burning building? Uh, would it be Leah Thomas, Dylan Mulvaney, Sam Smith, or uh, yeah. Adolf Hitler? <laughs> who would you rescue from the building? Leah Thomas, Dylan Mulvaney, Sam Smith, or Adolf Hitler? <laughs> I mean, the thing is, do you know what's the, the, the fundamental thing about that is as well? Politics aside, I mean, that's just funny. Like, I know it's who it really is. A, it's really a joke. I know I, I know that Lawrence Fox from the Reclaim Party uh, interviewed uh, David Carpen, and of course Lawrence Fox uh, also uh, he and another man fell fell for <laughs> doing the I call it uh, the the poo uh, rainbow flag, you know, with the extra extra stripes in it, uh, making it in the 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 way of a, a swastika, which was hilarious. But yeah, uh, the police were not amused but as far as i know there's no swastika 
Nazi salute a ban over in the UK. No, no, no. I mean, and, and again, it's this is the whole thing is when the, the even the law behind that, like, so what if, if someone accidentally raises their arm halfway, does that constitute a Nazi salute? If if you wave, if you wave, like if I wave like that, is this, is this, is this, is this one or does it have to be the full 45 degree one? Well, it's based on a intent, and if like right. somebody who, and it's anything that resembles a a Nazi salute. So there's a member of our local National Socialist Network. Uh, so I'm not sure if you've heard of uh, Thomas Sewell. He's probably yeah, yeah, I know Thomas Sewell is. Yeah. Yes, so I one of his uh, uh, friends, uh, Jacob Hirschnett, He's the first to be charged. Uh, for doing a Nazi salute after he and uh, Thomas uh, uh, were found uh, guilty and convicted of violent disorder uh, after a confrontation with uh, Antifa stalkers in one of our uh, national parks, the Cathedral Ranges, uh, Jacob Hirschnett, uh, he, 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 he raised his hand about three quarters saying, hail Hitler. But it, it, my reading of it is that he forgot that it was illegal. And so he didn't go the full way. Uh, but uh, uh, it, it was caught on the, the mainstream TV cameras because they were outside the court. And then Devere Abramovich said, oh, they're making a mockery of our uh, laws here. And so Victoria Police, uh, uh, they have uh, prosecuted him uh but uh we do have our our bus and tram stops have hail uh hail bus and hail tram with the hand up in the air there's this famous meme uh which is uh you've got to uh make sure that uh, you don't raise your arm in a way that gets you 12 months in prison that's funny so you can hear so if you accidentally hail the bus and you do it with uh, i mean what what if, what, if, what if you accidentally did the bellamy salute you know, do you know you know about the bellamy salute um, don't do it here because you could get me into trouble. But, but, but you know, you know what the bail? I mean, the, the Bellamy salute. You could say, "Well, I'm actually no, I'm not. I'm not actually a, a Nazi. I'm doing the Bellamy salute. Um, I'm saluting the flag like we used to." Or you, I mean, it's just you know what it is. It's so so childish and it is so ridiculous. And again, it it comes from having the likes of. Your your friend Vera Abramovich and, and and many of these other people who like it, it's just it's completely it's completely ridiculous. And the thing is, you know what? What I mean, obviously, look, these guys are Jewish. They're pushing that agenda, but but people can still fly like Soviet flags. People can still like you can yeah, I, I do, you go yeah. like that. Yeah, the solidarity fist. That's not you even can go though. like that. And and Stalin Stalin was great when demonstrably. Stalin and Mao were greater mass murderers than National Socialism at their time. So, what it, it, it is, it's it is just so ridiculous. And and as I say, my opinion is the only way to get around this is having full First Amendment rights, like they do in America, where they just say, "Look, we we have we have free speech and freedom of assembly. If these guys want to do that." then that's it and what 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 you actually do i think in these situations is you 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 encourage people to actually push back 
And and you know, I, I often joke about this. If I was ever supreme dictator of, of Britain, I wouldn't actually ban things because all it does is makes it more exotic for a lot of people. And it makes it more like the, the, the thing to do. Whereas what what I think you, you if if you are against something, is you need to say, well, look, we disagree with that. This is what we think's better. And, and we need to create an ideal. Whereas it, when you come down on people and just say, don't you dare do that, you're treating them like a child. And what do children do? Children will deliberately push back against it. And uh, though Devere Abramovich, he has also gone after teenagers in school who've either done the salute or drawn a swastika, just like being naughty, rebellious teenagers. I'll actually show you and uh, uh, some of your followers who have uh, joined us on the stream, uh, what Devere Abramovich uh, looks like. Uh, so I'll zoom in a bit here. That's what he looks like. Can you see that? Yes. 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 So he won our, we have these annual Unshackler Awards. So he uh, easily won our Australian Regressive of the Year Award. <laughs> you can see he does look, look like a vampire Transylvanian. So is he is he an Israeli or is he from um, Eastern Europe? Uh, I think he's uh, he's uh, what is it a uh, another Israeli? That's the that's what Avi Yemeni uh, calls himself. So uh, <laughs> he he splits his time between Australia and and Israel. Uh, so as they as as they tend to do it is. It's been it's been quite good because I've seen I've seen a lot of pushback against Avi Yemeni, which has been um, fantastic. I know I, I I talked to the guys, um, I don't know if you know them, Rise Melbourne. They were one of the anti-lockdown. Yes, I know of the uh, Twitter X account, and I know yeah. that they have uh, uh, have been uh, critical of uh, the 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 Zionist. Uh, uh, would just a the or coercion or basic or, ba or basic uh, basically uh control directing the establishment right here in Australia. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the thing that people need to fully understand is that the likes of Avi Yemeni, Ezra Levant, Rebel News, etc. These people will tell you they're on their side. They'll tell you they're fully with you. They fully believe in free speech. But then since October the 7th, it really has been, it's been masked off. And you saw that with Ben Shapiro and Jonathan Greenblatt, you know, well, I thought he was all, he's supposed to be left wing, he's supposed to be right wing, whereas, you know, they're all, they're all best friends now. And they're all, they're, and these, they will all obviously on the, the, the Zionist issue come round to the, to the, to the support of the issue. And that, that's been a real wake-up call, I think, for a lot of people, even on the like freedom side, you know, maybe people who wouldn't call themselves necessary nationalists. Like I think I think that is that has been good because you had the obviously COVID and the lockdowns and this big freedom movement grew up. And these people maybe weren't maybe nationalists, you know, they, they were maybe kind of right, they were probably quite right wing, maybe pro-liberty freedom. But since October the 7th, they've seen that so many of these people are just frauds. Like they claim to be free speech people and they claimed to be immune to propaganda and they've just turned out to be liars and, and charlatans. Yeah, I mentioned on my news explosion last night that basically 
the centre-right conservatives, they've lost their minds like they did after 9-11, They're supporting neoconservatism, uh, all the, or any, any war uh, in the Middle East, and also supporting oppressive national security, anti-free speech laws. And, and Douglas Murray is the example of one who's completely lost his mind. I'll bring this up again. Yeah. The uh, launching the emergency coalition against hate. Now, oh. something that has emergency in it and claims to be against hate, I mean, by definition, it's anti-freedom, and uh, they're yeah. they're wanting to put together a database of uh, of uh, alleged anti-Semites to blacklist them from uh, employment. Another thing here in Australia is that uh, the uh, uh, the Jewish community is pushing for an anti-doxing law uh, because a WhatsApp group of uh, six hundred uh, Jewish Australians was was published. Uh, Many of them weren't active in these these chats. It was billed as a stop anti-Semitism chat. And back in uh, 1998, uh, one of uh, one of Australia's uh, uh, I think it was the Australian Israel uh, Review periodical. I published a list of 10,000 One Nation members, uh, which I'm not sure if you heard of Pauline Hanson. Yeah, yes, Pauline Hanson. A first incarnation, 10,000 members' names and uh, the suburbs, and uh, prominent uh, 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 Jewish leftist in Australia, Mark Liebler, uh, said that this was fine because fighting racism. Mark Liebler, uh, he, his son, Jeremy Liebler, runs the Zionist Federation of Australia, and uh, the Liebler family, uh, they uh, were quite vocal uh, in the, I'm not sure if you heard about the Aboriginal voice referendum. Yes, I did. Yeah, I knew about that, yeah. Down. Uh, they were pushing it hard. What, what, what do you think of Pauline Hanson, Tim? Well, she's moderated herself in a second uh, in incarnation. Uh, so uh, she is not a, a white nationalist. So uh, she said when she relaunched, uh, well, her political career she after 18 years in the wilderness she won election to the senate in 2016 you said you don't have to be white to uh, be in uh, one nation and also uh, they have cozied up to people such as uh, Avi Yemeni so they don't get mm -hmm. uh, the, the anti-semitism angle but uh, both of uh, the their federal senators, Pauline Hanson and Malcolm Roberts, were uh, excellent uh, uh, during uh, COVID uh, against the, the the vax mandates and uh, the lockdowns. And also Malcolm Roberts, he is particularly uh, good against globalism, the World Economic Forum, uh, the WHO pandemic uh, treaty. Uh, so he's, he's, he's better than most, although... Uh, well, Pauline Hanson, she uh, 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 she's acceptable enough second time round to be on Sky News uh, Australia. Yeah. Her chief of staff, James Ashby, is also a regular on that as well. He used to be a a Liberal Party uh, staffer. Um, I'm not sure if we've, we've got time if if you want to be filled in about uh, James Ashby's 
No, I mean, I I, 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 I recognise you. I do, I do remember Malcolm Roberts. Yeah, he was. He was good on COVID, and and this this is this is the problem that people have is. I think a lot of these people really know what what is going on, but they maybe they maybe think, well, we'll do a deal. At least I can get my voice out. And um, Nick Fuentes, I don't know if you follow much of Nick Fuentes' stuff. Yeah. But he 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 speaks out. He explains this as if you do a deal with these people, with the Zionist lobby, you'll never you'll never win. Like you you will you will think that, that you're and again you're fundamentally being controlled. And the analogy is you're you're on a leash, an occasion. And I I, I use this analogy after October the seventh. All they did was let let you know that you know those leads that extend out with a dog. They just push the button and it lets them run off. And all of a sudden they think they're breaking free, but they'll pull that button just whenever it's required, or they'll pull them back on, and they'll stick the muzzle on them. And 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 you know you can see this with the anti-Islam stuff in in Britain. Now look, I am not. I am a Christian. I I am not a Muslim. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not a supporter of Islam. But it is blatant for everyone to see that in mainstream discourse, you you, you can really. I'm not saying you can say what you want, but it's it's kind of open season. If you said the same things about Muslims. That that people, if you said the same things about Jews that people are saying about Muslims, your your arse wouldn't hit the floor, right? The cops would be at your door, or you, your career would be completely finished. Whereas the likes of Douglas Murray, Suella Braverman, etc., they are allowed to, you know, Islamism and and the Islamists are in charge now, and it's, it's people like and it's 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 difficult for people because people in this country are angry about mass migration. But then as, as I point out to people, and people don't want to realise this, all these guys are doing is they're arguing that, well, it's mass immigration's fine. It's just this one part of it. And I'm like, well, no. It, it, like, they talk about Islam coming to Britain. No, Islam didn't come to Britain. Pakistanis, Bangladeshis, Syrians came to Britain. Their religion is Islam, and they brought it with us. So... The problem is not a multicultural society. The problem is stems from it being a multiracial society, and you know I don't I don't argue that from. I mean I I don't, and I'm not saying this to to to, to him, but like I don't argue that from a, a nationalist point of view. I just see that as a straight up fact. You know people are different. They come from different cultures. They come from different races different backgrounds, shared histories. Therefore, they will bring different things with them. I mean, the thing is, everybody knows this. This isn't radical. It's just in this communist cultural Bolshevik world that we live in. You're, you're not allowed to talk about that. Though Tommy Robinson, he's still peserta non grata. I mean, uh, Liz Truss, she's being condemned for uh, not uh, pulling uh, Steve Bannon up by calling uh tommy robinson a hero uh for calling out uh the the rochdale grooming gangs and uh, of course nigel farage he blew up ukip i mean it's still going yeah. but left and yeah. formed the brexit party which is now the uh reform party uh so and obviously uh richard tice he doesn't want uh colorful 
uh, nope. colourful nope. people, people uh, who obviously Tommy Robinson is. Uh, so this, if you're not sort of having this sort of, uh, you know, uh, pompous discussion in a, in a studio like on Talk TV or GB News, I I, have, I think Talk TV is the worst. I mean, Julia Hart, yes. Brewer, Mike Graham, uh, Kevin Sullivan, they all say the same thing. I mean, uh, GB News, I mean, they still have uh, uh, Neil Oliver and Bev Turner who think for themselves, but they've got rid of Mark Stein and uh, Lawrence Fox uh, for, well, Lawrence yeah. Fox was something completely minor. Yeah, the, the, again though, the pro the problem with Lawrence Fox is he is like he's an ultra Zionist show, you know this, and and he he'll say all these like things, and most people will be like, yeah, okay, that's not bad, and blah blah blah, free speech. But then at the same time, he's and that that comes from where he gets his funding, and and that like this 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 is this is it like. I don't really care now what 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 your politics are. I don't care if you're a left winger or a right winger. If you're not calling out Zionist influence, and look, Zionism is is of course Jewish. It's, it's Jewish influence, but in in the modern term, it's it's manifested to support Zionism, which is the, the 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 Jewish homeland. If you're not addressing that or acknowledging it exists, then you're not really playing the game. And sadly, it tends to be people on the left. That are that are that are pushing, and and exposing what is actually really going on, and exposing the 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 intricacies of it, and the amount of money that's involved. And thing is, again, people get terrified to talk about it. They're terrified to talk about it because of the 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 what's the word? The post nineteen forty five guilt trip that the entire Western world has been on, and. If you had people, if you had Russian agents running Britain, if you had Chinese agents, Saudi Arabian running countries influencing it, people would be like, well, that's not acceptable. But people who are working for the interests of the state of Israel, it's no, it's no problem at all. And oh, oh, we're all allies and they share our values and they're exactly the same. And and again, I think I think a big wake-up call for a lot of people, especially about Israel, is they've seen what they've done in Gaza where they have, they have basically murdered and massacred tens of thousands of women and children. And I think a lot of people are like, what? Like, you can't do that. You can't kill women and children like that. That's barbaric. I thought, I thought we were supposed to be fighting back against barbarism. And as I said, people, people are still in this, they're still in this, sort of kosher sandwich, you know, of, of what is acceptable. Whereas my argument is, and I, I honestly, I don't argue this from, from an ideological point of view. I'm just saying, if you want real change in your country, you need people who are genuine nationalists or and you need people who put your own country first. And and I don't, I just don't think that's controversial at all. Well, for me, it's not necessarily uh about like to have like talk about have honest discussions it's not necessarily all about uh, zionism uh but my i obviously believe in well talking about 
everything. And uh, yeah. there's, uh, we also have in Australia, uh, CCP uh, influence. Yeah as well which is one of the most insidious forms of uh, infiltration as well and they also know how to play on the 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 the, the white white guilt self uh, white hating guilt uh, they know how to uh, uh, to uh, to basically exploit the 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 divisions in a country and also they uh, they also talk about historical grievances the century yep. of humiliation look what you did to us look what also mm -hmm. you're doing to all these all these other countries uh, I, I, and i think that is a good point tim and it is something i also say is that if i had one critique of the wider nationalist movement it is overwhelmingly focused on the the the, the jewish lobby which look as we know is is the top 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 player but you're right. I mean, there is a CCP influence. It does exist here as well. There is also a big Arab influence, and and the, the like the Muslim influence, like the Muslim influence, especially in Britain, is far more in your face because you go to Bradford, you go to Rochdale, you go to Birmingham. It's just wall to wall mosques. It's churches have been turned. You know, it is it is much more visual and and visceral for people. Um, and and again, I I just I just point out that that. It, 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 the these the mentality is so different like you know that, that as you point out we sort of north europeans we weren't brought up with that victim mentality with that you know we were we were we've been oppressed our entire lives Every, you know everyone's trying you know we whether people you know we conquered and established Australia. You know, Australia was was nothing. And Britons and Europeans made it what it was, just like we did with Canada and, and, and America as well. And it's another wider debate it is interesting because I see a lot of people, you know, they, they look now at the British Empire and think we should kind of, well, I wish we didn't have the British Empire because, you know, look, look, look at what's happened to us. We've now been we've now been taken over by the very people we conquered. And Everyone, yeah, all, 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 all these people say that. And you can call it a, a the, the fact that, well, uh, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, they were part of the British Empire. And so uh, some of them can argue, look, we're, we're, we're British as well. So we should have the right to go back to, uh, to go to Britain as well. And obviously, uh, at the moment, I, Britain has a, well, it's uh, the Conservative Party selected by default, Rishi Sunak as Prime Minister, even though he was born in the UK. Uh, his parents migrated from India. He's married an Indian heiress. The joke that I make that uh, if the UK goes bankrupt, he'll still have one reliable source of funds. Very true. <clears throat> no, it's... And it's, it is, it is, I, I, and I think what people need to try and get around that get their heads around is, and I, I, I'm starting to see more as you know, I obviously I'm not a fan of the European Union, but I, I do see myself as a European. You know, if you if you went to if you and I went to Africa, see we both landed in the Congo, and we said to people, where do we come from? You know, they wouldn't be able to tell. 
that you came from Australia. They wouldn't be able to tell that I came from Scotland. They, but they would be able to tell that you came from Europe. You know, and and that's that's where. You know, I I I am very much opposed to any sort of inter-European wars. You know, I think I think we we are obviously becoming like white Europeans are what are we eight percent now of the global population? Maybe a bit more, ten percent. I wouldn't be able to give you a, a, a concrete answer off the off the top of my head. I India has surpassed China as they're the world's most populous nation a uh, our uh, both uh, we're currently run by the uh, the labor party here uh -huh. in australia anthony albanese is our prime minister but uh, there's a bipartisan oh it's clearly geopolitical a, a, a policy of of uh switching uh towards accepting mass migration from india and uh, having strong relations uh with india because well they are a democracy. I'm gonna call someone. Evelina, I'm gonna call someone. Sorry. That's the reason why I you you were late. Uh, new new dad uh, duties. Uh -huh. uh, yes, uh, yes, no, very busy just now. So there's there's always there's always always lots of different things needing to be done just now. Uh, Dawn Browning at the beginning uh, said, it doesn't take that long to change a flipping nappy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very true. Very, very true. Although, no, it's, it's, and it is, it is, it is, it is one of these things that obviously, you know, you, you, you had that European century, well, 1800 to probably, well, European 150 years. And now you've had that, this next 75 years and like i i see now as well naked discrimination and hatred of white people where that is institutionalized it is accepted you know you see it in america white people are beaten they're shot and that's just not even an issue and i i, I just i don't think that's fair i don't think it's cricket oh well, i uh, don't also the Scots uh, haven't they uh, can claim historical uh, oppression? I mean, after all, isn't that what the Scottish National Party is about? It's about uh, breaking free of the Anglo-English influence. Yet, same with Sinn Fein in yeah. Ireland. Except we want to be break uh, break free of the English, uh, but we want to be part of the EU and just let in the whole rest of the world. I mean, I've I've always been opposed to the SNP. I've I've always been opposed to Sinn Fein. I I completely disagree with them in their in their politics. And yeah, I mean, it's just it's garbage. You know, this this grievance of 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 the union for Scotland. I mean, I'm not as solid a unionist as I used to be, but fundamentally, the British Empire was was it was the best thing that ever happened to Scots. You know, it was Scots that made up a great deal of the British army, many of the invasions of the modern world were all Scots and they did everything and, and the SNP and Sinn Féin are fundamentally their complete open borders parties and you know you look at the Republic of Ireland, the demographic shifts that are taken there, you know for years it was Ireland for the Irish and 
Irish are 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 you know kick them out, and now you've just Ireland's just full of Ukrainians, it's full of Africans, and I mean the Republic of Ireland's just all these small countries are just a complete basket case. And uh, your uh, selected First Minister, Hamza Youssef, his uh, video of him decrying all the, the way he pronounces it, white, that's how he pronounced it, all of the, the leaders of these uh, inst- government yep. institutions and uh, businesses, white. And uh, he was uh, born in Scotland, though he's, obviously his parents were Pakistani Muslim, uh, the Scots don't get to have their say until I looked it up. Twenty twenty six. Well, the, lead, the the leader of the Labour opposition is also Anna Sarwar, who is exactly the same. His father came here, and I mean they're they're interesting because they're both quite well to do posh boys from Pollock Shields, and you know their their parents were part of the the power structure, and and this this comes back to the big problem is that people just aren't engaged in in politics now and you know people like nationalism or or any i mean as i said that they've created a situation where people like richard tice and tommy robinson are considered far-right extremists when actually they're pretty centrist you know they're they're simply the fact that he has a show on on GB News, and uh, also, like, he's supposed to be over, you know, uh, campaigning to to overtake and replace the uh, Conservatives at uh, the general election, yet he made a stop over in uh, Kiev in, to stand with Ukraine. Shouldn't he be all across uh, the UK campaigning, yet he's off on a frolic? Well, I mean, that, that was a real eye-opener for a lot of people when he, he, he did that picture of him, you know, and he's, he's standing in front of the, the banner in, in, in Ukraine. But the problem we face, Tim, and I'm sure it's the same in Australia, the vast majority of people have a very superficial understanding of politics. They really just, they, 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 have, they have deliberately been made not to care and they're more interested in the football. And 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 it was interesting during COVID, Tim, because, you know, there was a very, very brilliant anti-lockdown movement in, in Australia. But at the same time, there was an awful lot of real sheep over there as well. And, and you know, there, you know, I, you know, I give, my, give, my, give my prawns on the barbie types. You know, as long as, as long as they could do that and they could have their sport, they 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 showed a real sheepishness. Did you did you find that as well, Tim? You were surprised by how how compliant so many people were in Australia. Well, if you're an Australian living in Australia, then you weren't surprised. Uh, Australians are very passive, uh, very trusting of the authorities. Well, if they say do this, right. uh, then uh, we should do it. And also because we had a COVID zero policy for 2020 and 2021 uh, where like one case led to a lockdown we had six lockdowns here in victoria we had the uh, the longest and uh, uh strictest lockdowns outside of outside of china uh, uh dictator dan andrews uh, was uh, was running running the joint and the way yeah. that he came across in press conferences it was similar to uh, that uh, welsh 
uh, Welsh communist uh, uh, leader Mark Drakeford, or, or as uh, Alex Belfield called him, Dickford Prickford. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but uh, because it was so brutal, the the lockdowns, I like when we we're on the process to uh, going back to normal in, in 2022. And we are back to normal now because our response was so extreme. There is further, uh, there, there is more a mainstream intro inspection. Uh, uh, so it seems in the UK that uh, the, the leaders and uh, the, the cult of the NHS, uh, there's, the protection racket they're still trying to they're still trying to sort of maintain oh well the the thing that we did was not locked down soon enough if we just locked down one week of yeah, that's right. many lives and you had that uh oh, uh comedy of that uh breathtaking uh itv uh miniseries which i said last night actually should have been a a musical uh where was all the the tiktok uh, routines i know i know it's it, it, it is it, your your point was very apt that that you made, and that they played on this that, that these countries were high trust. You know, actually, I found in my travels during COVID, say you went to an area that was like, and this 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 is a problem in a way, like say Inverness, which is like ninety nine percent white Scottish. These people were all all totally following the agenda. And it was it was played upon. Whereas when you went to the and I'm not I'm not simping here, but when you went to perhaps the less more diverse areas, you know, a lot of these people come from places where they they don't trust the government and they they are skeptical of authority. And you know that that this is another problem for white people. White people intrinsically trust authority and they believe in the institutions of authority and they're they're. They are being abu- they're, they're now in an abusive relationship from that authority. Uh, flawed but hopeful on Rumble. And it's good that Rumble comments uh, are showing now. I know that's where you uh, stream your show. Did you have a, a YouTube channel uh, uh, at the beginning? Banned. Oh, yeah. We got banned off YouTube in 2021. So that was a big... Yeah. We, we, we managed to survive although we've come close uh, we just uh, the main thing that triggers uh, youtube is uh, talking ill of the the jab uh, but uh, a flawed uh, but hopeful says back to normal question to host how can f well when i say uh, back to normal if you walk down the streets of melbourne apart from like there's still the the mask, uh, uh, you know, uh, the the mask zombies who will wear it for the rest of their lives. But everything else is is back to normal. Well, it's the illusion of normal. Obviously, we still have vax mandates uh, for uh, some, like our emergency firefighters. Believe it or not, even though we're supposed to be in bushfire season. Uh, so, and obviously, there we're still dealing with the uh economic and medical harm are uh, from uh the lockdowns and then the medical program we just had our queensland supreme court rule that uh the uh, the jab mandates for the queensland police force were unlawful which is yeah. uh, a big deal yeah no i mean it's it's 
the, the, other, the other problem with COVID, the only reason a lot of people got involved in COVID was because it affected them on an individual level. Um, you know, they were the ones that had to wear a mask. They were the ones that had to wear a, a take a vaccine. Whereas after the COVID tyranny ended, a lot of these people just buggered off and they, they don't really care anymore. Um, and, and I think the authorities kind of learned that. Like they can they can get away with the scams as long as they don't overly personalise it. And that that is the problem that that people are so individualized and narcissistic and the government knows that um, because obviously the thing they fear the most is collectivization or people working together um, whereas you, you, you know I thought you'd have been a much more people speaking out against what we're doing in Ukraine because you know we're like could lead to a World War 3 whereas people were just like well it doesn't I, I can still go to the pub. I can still go out for my dinner. I can travel now. Well, what does a warrant? And that 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 is a big problem we have is that ruthless sort of individualism that's been instilled in people across the the Anglosphere or the Western world, and that that all that matters is them and how they perceive things to be. Well, they don't see a a, a personalised debt credit card charge for aid to Ukraine. This is the insidious thing about government debt. It, uh, it doesn't uh, show up on uh, your, you don't get issued a personal uh, debt uh, statement. Uh, what, uh, well, the government's, you, uh, what you owe other people that the government has borrowed on your behalf. And uh, the Uniparty in the, in the, the UK, Labour and the Conservatives, both uh, uh, stand with Ukraine, and uh, is Rishi Sunak has he been at that uh, meeting with Macron where he's even talked about uh, ground troops in Ukraine? Yeah, I mean, fine. I mean, well, I mean, how, how many troops do we even have? You know, we. I mean, I think a lot of this is just so much bluster. Like, it's so annoying and infuriating. But I, I, I think they're just saying it now to save face because, like, we. It was like. It was like this international coalition to stop the Houthis. They've achieved absolutely nothing because we've 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 given most of our weaponry to Ukraine and we don't have armed forces anymore. You know, we we, we so I, I I don't know what they're playing at over Ukraine. I mean they might put troops on. I mean, I, I think the only option would be is they, they see the Russians are winning, which the Russians are. The Russians are making gains without even trying to make gains the ukrainian army is falling apart i i just wonder if that the um there is the thought that kiev will fall they would they would be so panicked that they would put troops on the ground well it could have been over as quickly as it uh, began uh, because there there was uh, those peace or well, uh, peace negotiations in uh belarus uh, back in february 2020 but uh, uh, Boris Johnson, of course, uh, scuttled it because, and I believe that like he and the others uh, convinced uh, Zelensky that I call it Churchill syn syndrome that you can be a modern Churchill, and this is the this Churchill uh, Churchill syndrome I call it that seeing every yeah. conflict that you have to 
persist. It's good versus versus evil, just like Churchill persisted against uh, uh, this yep. wicked, evil man, Hitler. You don't be like Neville Chamberlain and uh, appeasement with the Munich Agreement. I, that's 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 basically uh, w- uh, what wars and conflicts are sold to, to people in the West. That this is like a and of course, and of course, then after at the end of the war, at the end of the war, you get a sweet in the Ritz for the rest of your life completely complimentary which churchill of course got paid for by rich rich donors and boris johnson has certainly been exceptionally well remunerated for for what he's done in in ukraine and he's got a four million mansion multi-millionaire um and and yeah you're you're, you're right these people that that is there is no real politic involved there is no and, and actually I I think the the only sort of real politic does actually tend to come a bit more from Biden, you know, and and I know Biden's not compass mentis, but you've got the lunatics around them like Victoria Newland, Anthony Blinken, they'll they'll want a full on war with Russia and to push it, but I think even even deep down Biden etc. Because look at what Biden did in Afghanistan. Although he's got, Afghanistan, uh, you know. A lot of people were really angry about it, but for me, that was the right thing to do in Afghanistan, just walk away and leave it. He's got the the squad and uh, the, the, the new radical left who are outraged uh, what uh, he is funding in uh, Israel and Gaza. And, of course, he's up for re-election. And well, Michigan, the swing state where there's a large Muslim population, mm-hmm. they might not turn up to to vote uh, for him. Uh, like he's facing a a turnout uh, crisis, uh, getting the the youth out excited to vote for him. So that's why. Uh, and I also think that uh, Western leaders they really underestimated the the backlash uh, to uh, Israel's war. Uh, We have uh, pro-Palestine rallies in our big cities, uh, Sydney and Melbourne, uh, where most of the uh, Muslims and Arabs live. And and obviously they have uh, the far-left socialists uh, uh, marching with them as well. And so that was sort of, I think, something that they weren't uh, expecting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it is, it is, it is. This, this is the other thing is as well that the biggest sort of threat to Zionist power just now is from the left. It's, it's not from the right. I mean, the right wing, whether we, we, we like it or not, it doesn't, it doesn't exist in power. And what, what I think is the risk is you've got Trump saying that we'll, 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 we'll pull back on Ukraine. We don't want a war with Ukraine. But if Trump comes in, the, the right wing Zionist Jews will want a war with Iran. Because that's that's what again with the Biden administration, you've got left wing Zionists running the show. With the Trump administration, you've got right wing Zionists. And am I? I'm more worried. Obviously, neither power group should have any power. But I think these right wing ones want a one. And then the neocon, maybe some that that maybe more Anglo neocons, they all want a war with China. Um, and really, that's the last thing anybody wants. And I think I think you, you we should be concerned about the threat to put troops on the ground in in, in Ukraine. I mean, they could they could do that, 
they could they could be so stupid and do that and I just I, I don't know what to th- they're completely out of control. Um, the only the only thing is though they talk about people national service. I mean oh, nobody yes. knows how to fire a gun. Nobody knows how to do it. I mean it's garbage. I liked a, a, a Unity News Network on uh, Twitter X uh, when there was all this talk of, uh, uh, well, uh, those who were supporting the, the Houthi bombings and <laughs> national service and uh, put out, oh, thank you for, for volunteering, uh, Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, NPC, uh, Talk TV, <laughs> GB News, Mail Online uh, person, uh, you volunteered or your uh volunteered uh your children for national yeah. service congratulations that's right that's right and and i, I think that is a good line and, and it is one we need to really push is look these and i think people get that tim i think most people realize this now like the days of of tens of thousands of people rushing to recruitment offices no one is going to do that no one is going to fight for this country oh, okay. and, and the, uh, oh, well it's it's the same with the the US military uh, uh, in the UK and here in Australia. All of the uh, the, the the virtue signaling, uh, work causes, affirmative action, uh, like they, and a lot of uh, Australian nationalists have said, I wouldn't fight uh, for uh, this country uh, the way uh, for uh, the. Or what it stands for now i mean we're facing the same uh cultural marxist uh uh push in our uh schools and it's all pervasive uh yeah. in in the in the all uh community uh organizations yeah i mean they've, they've, they've totally ballsed it up like they've alienated the only people that would have gone out and fought for the country now if this if this was seven or eight years ago, I would have been like, right, yeah, I'll, I'll fight for I'll die for my country. I'll, I'll fight for it. Whereas I'm like, no, no fucking way. Now, maybe I was stupid all those years ago. Whereas now I would be actively campaigning, stopping people from signing up and stopping people fighting for this. And and, and again, the only people that, so who, who does that leave them with then? No one from the left's going to fight for them. So what's left like one or two people who watch like like tory boy you know like someone who's a picture of john howard on their wall you know there's 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 me there's no there's not there's nobody like them. i mean there's there's a handful of people like that nothing that's gonna get tens of thousands in the army i know that uh some of your <laughs> tory boys as you call them uh the young ones who are talking heads uh, are very scrawny and uh well uh the equivalent here in Australia of the Conservative Party is the Liberal Party. A lot of their uh, uh, young young lads are very uh, scrawny. And so sort of when you hear some of them talk, they, they always talk about this as a battle of uh, of uh, civilizations. And uh, this is what the, the, the studio boys, uh, uh, Constantine Kisson and Douglas Murray, although Douglas Murray did cosplay as a, uh, war correspondent with his uh, <laughs> uh, press uh, fla- uh, uh, flap jacket, uh, but uh, uh, studio boys was actually a term coined by uh, Katie Hopkins to describe people who just uh, sit sit back in their studio and go. Hmm, hmm, it's very accurate. 
but uh, uh, be pompous. Uh, another pompous one is uh, Brendan O'Neill over at Spiked. I mean, I have never seen him yeah. on the on the street. He's also been invited to Australia. Uh, Oh, numerous times over the years. And he always talks about the safe issues, like the trans issue where, oh, I, you know, trans women are not women. Oh, wow. Stunning and brave. That's such a, <laughs> so that's, a that's such a, 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 a huge statement uh, that you, you've made. Well, you're so courageous. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it is, it is pure comfort zone stuff. And I, as you picked up on, I love attacking these people because their position is utterly hypocritical it was it was like remember there was the whole defend the cenotaph thing like douglas murray put out a tweet saying an islamist mob is is ready to yeah, come and was tear him. down the cenotaph he was in tel aviv he was in he was in some gay bar in tel aviv andrew neil is another arrogant twat yeah, so well I, do they have to i i mean he's a pretty big guy uh so i'm not sure how far he can he, he can if he can leave a a studio but this is the thing about all of these supposed center right personalities the uk media it's uh, it's all one big club and yes. obviously a talk tv's former uh, well star uh, Piers Morgan was he was basically the figurehead of that club I mean the fact that they were all like oh poor Holly uh Willoughby uh you know she was fearing for her life because mm -hmm. of the stalker who was so fat that he couldn't fit out his front <laughs> door I mean that was laughable like I thought well he's a he, he's well, eaten all those pizzas and now he's planning to eat her that's the <laughs> That's with some pineapple on top. That's the big one. The big one today is safety fears of MPs. These people are just so pathetic. I mean, you'll know this. I'm on the internet. I get a lot of stick. I'm sure you do as well. It's a big boy's game. If you're putting yourself out there and you're giving it out, you're going to take it back. And the, 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 for, for me, I think everyone who considers themselves a dissident, the job has to be to entirely purge the 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 center right or right wing of these types of people because it is dead end nationalism it is it is it is, it is, it is, it is it neo as you said earlier on it's two thousand and one neocon talking points people are still you talking that shite twenty three years later we know all these wars are fought for Israel none of them are fought for us we shouldn't be fighting them and and we need people who are, are either genuine nationalists. Or people who are are genuine conservatives, Christians, etc., who who are disgusted with what's going on, and they're prepared to completely transform these institutions and take them over. Because if if that doesn't happen, nothing's ever going to change. Richard Tice isn't going to change anything. Lawrence Fox isn't going to change anything. Tommy Robinson isn't going to change anything. Talk TV. These guys aren't changing a thing. Now I'm not saying I'm going to change it. Right? People might say, "Well, what are you doing?" But at least I know that if, if genuine people got in, people that that do talk about what is going on, something might happen. And and actually talk about real radical action, like the alternative for Deutschland, they're now talking about a repatriation of uh, foreigners who 
uh, who have caught who have caused a civil unrest in Germany. I mean, as reform hasn't talked about that. I mean, not yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I saw you interviewed Martin Selner, didn't you? Recently. No, that was my I, a former uh, Trad Tasman talk host, uh, uh, Duet De Boer. Uh, so we used to do a show together. We're still good friends. He started on, I uh, it's a startup. Uh, radio station reality check radio i do a segment on it uh, as well uh and he's uh a, also been uh targeted by the the various uh, well, new I zealand mean, uh, uh various anti-hate groups which popped but, up but i think, I think as, you, as, as you pointed out that that afd conference i mean they had martin selner there you know that's that's pretty encouraging. It, it shows that they're prepared to actually push the envelope. Um, I mean, the, the AFD and and um, I think are go as far as they can in calling out Zionist power. Even even Le Pen, for all their flaws, um, I think I think France and Germany are in a far better position than we are certainly in the UK and especially in in Australia. Um, it is a dire, a dire state of affairs in, in terms of genuine people being involved in politics. And that's all I really ask for is people that are genuine are people that challenge the consensus. Um, and that does mostly come from people on the, the, and I don't like using the terms, but on the right, because the establishment is fundamentally far left, it is communistic. It is, it is it is full on cultural Marxism. So, whilst the likes of say a Jeremy Corbyn figure would send a jolt to the system because of his anti-Zionism, he wouldn't be the answer because he he still agrees with the rest of the cultural Marxist stuff. Um, but it, 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 so it is only going to come from from our side. Uh, well, uh, another uh, socialist who could be uh, back on his way to, to Westminster on Thursday uh, via the Rochdale by-election, George Galloway, who yeah. you were on his program, was yeah. it? Yeah, 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 so he, yeah. He's a socialist who I do respect because he doesn't go with uh, what is the the, 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 the current leftist uh, uh, popular views i mean he has he, he he has been consistent in his views since he began as an mp in 1990 and he should always be remembered as one of the mps who helped uh, take down uh, robert maxwell uh, yeah. brought down his empire and then of course there was his uh, mysterious death when he fell off his yacht and all the crewmen disappeared and obviously the father of uh, Ghislaine maxwell so he performed that public service back in, in 1990, yeah. so he already uh, remembered uh, for it. Uh, I would certainly say he's the MP that uh, Rochdale probably deserves. Uh, <laughs> so Steve Bannon calling the Workers' Party of Britain a yeah. radical Islamist jihadist party. I mean, why wasn't that called out by Liz Truss? No, I know exactly. It's interesting because I, I, when I did that broadcast with George Galloway, says George, you know, when I was growing up, I absolutely hated you. <laughs> I mean, I did. I hated George Galloway, but like where we are now, 
I I agree. I think a George Galloway victory would be excellent in, in Rochdale simply because it, it, it is a jolt to the system and the system doesn't like to be jolted. And the problem we have is a lot of people, when, and I, I, I understand the point of view, like someone was saying, obviously he was a big Mandela supporter, a big ANC supporter. You know, he is, he, he's not, I, I, I do not share George Galloway's politics on many things. However, the number one issue really is the, the military industrial complex and this, this global hegemony. And, 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 if anything is a, like what, well, my opinion is we should support any attacks on that. You know, if you if you're in a war or you're in a battle and you're fighting against you, your opponents are directly in front of you, and then all of a sudden cavalry arrives from another side and starts attacking them, like should should you not be should you not be happy about that? Should you not be able to just say, well, look. There's a there, there's an extra front being opened up. I mean, I'm not saying we need to become best pals with these people. Yeah, I'm not saying we need to like jump into bed. But if there's a world war or 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 or, or etc., that's that's something that should be avoided. Um, and like the, the the workers' party, yeah, I mean they're they're actually all very nice people, and and they're the they I think they understand. They get the bigger picture, and, and I, 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 I just think that sometimes, and that you know, some might say it's purity spiraling. We sometimes we just need to see the bigger picture. That's the way I look at it. Well, the late John Pilger, he was of a similar ilk as as Galloway. I mean, he didn't go uh, go with the uh, the 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 current what because <laughs> the current. Uh, left wing, left wing narrative. There's so many contradictions with it. Of course, uh, I haven't got time to, to go into it. But Pilger was always uh, consistent. I certainly didn't agree with with a lot of his views, particularly uh, his well, black armband view of uh, Australian history, his relation with the Aboriginal people. But yeah. like Galloway, he was against the military industrial complex. Uh, he uh, also part uh, another coalition uh, uh from across the divide was the free julian assange because uh uh yeah. the yeah. british government has been doing the the dirty work of the u.s deep state to to keep him keep him there yeah and i i just i, I think you're right there it's who is the bigger threat to you and your family just now is it george galloway or is it anthony blinken and victoria newland or keir starmer you know that and and it's it's I, I as I say, I just the way I look at it is they're just they're 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 on the battlefield fighting against our opponent. Why why would we why would we even do anything to stop them or or, or not just say well there there you go. Um and and it's it's, I just like seeing the establishment scared. Like I like seeing them trembling. Like there's been all these pro-Palestine protests outside Labour fundraisers. I just think that's brilliant. I love watching them squirm. I don't care that it's leftists. I don't care that if it's Antifa or they're wearing masks. The problem is is who runs things. The power brokers. It's not like. And again, what 
what what the establishment does is they're trying to court right wing support for them. Uh, it's when, all about no, we should put their their problem, not not blue haired blue haired trans people. Although uh, Antifa, uh, they support a totalitarian uh, society. I mean, we've had uh, Antifa uh, terrorism here in uh, Australia. I, 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 most recently, they car bombed uh, one of the National yeah. Socialist Network members right. uh, 10 months just before uh, Christmas. Uh, but it is, I, I do, I, I I do agree that it's like it's there's an irony in uh, the political establishment uh, suddenly realizing, oh, look what we've created. Like, again, Julia Hartley Brewer saying we've sleptwalked into this Islamist control. Well, you may have sleptwalked into it, but <laughs> certainly a, a lot no. of it isn't. We've been trying to warn, you know, you know people like. Yeah, no, I, as I say, I think there just comes a point where you have to just sit back and not that smoke, just light a cigar and just let it all play out. Like, And that's why I said that day, they were like, go and defend the cenotaph. And I'm like, no, don't. Don't do that because they're, and, and this is what they do. You know, this is what they do in wars. They they co-opt people to fight for them. And I, I think people, like, no one's going to go and fight for Israel now in the Middle East. This is not 20, 2003 anymore. The only thing, Thing I think that would change um, white public opinion is massive false flag attacks. You know, if, if say a Hamas gunman, according to the media, started going and just shooting children in a nursery or something like that, or they were shot up a shopping centre, then people's opinions might change. And I, I've been warning about this now for, for a few months. I think there may be major false flag attacks incoming to, to stir up public support for a war in the Middle East. Although it seems that bizarrely, uh, Lee Anderson, uh, the conservative MP who well, just basically said the truth that Sadiq Khan allows his Islamist mates to run London, it's, it's the truth. Now, all of a sudden, uh, well, Sadiq Khan, uh, he's playing the Islamophobia card. They're both, they're both playing the oppression game, both sides. Anti-Semitism on the rise, Islamophobia uh, on the, on the rise. And Coincidentally, uh, this just broke uh, just before uh, we went on air. This is why I thought maybe you were late. I thought they uh, they got you three men suspected of extreme right wing activity charged with the Pairing Terror Act. Uh, though they have actually yeah. named them. Uh, and uh, yeah, see your name name there. Uh, but uh, yes, just a, just a coincidence that. Uh, a yeah. Khan and all the uh, the leftists well, saying the the Tories are enabling the far right Islamophobes. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe they had a banner. Maybe they were going to drop a banner that said "White Lives Matter" or something like that. I mean, that's what. Well, they imagine if that was put up on Big Ben. What do you think would happen with that? Well, there would have been a, a cruise missile strike from <laughs> you know would have been launched on the the. Uh, an RAF jet would have been launched to to blow up the truck that was projecting it. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's the utter hypocrisy of it. And and as you say, like, and I do speak out against this. You get this. You you get it, Tim. It's this victim hierarchy, Islamophobia. And I said that all these people whining about anti-Semitism. You do realize that the Islamophobia wave. 
will come back and attack you. Now, it's hilarious because the quote is, Douglas Murray is, anti-Semitism is real, Islamophobia is made up. Well, no, Douglas, I mean, both are actually made up. Both are people expressing opinions on group behaviour. And that's it. You know, to 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 encapsulate everything into this catch-all word is is just is just garbage. And again, people are people are expressing an opinion. You know, I thought we were spiking Western values. Tim, I, I'm going to have to head off now. I don't know about you, but that's been a brilliant chat. Yeah, it's getting quite late uh, over on the the east coast of uh, Australia. Uh, so thank you uh, for joining me. It's we've we've had an absolute uh blast uh so the the website is uh uh unitynewsnetwork.co.uk and you're also uh planning uh to a have a documentary uh expose expose the bbc probably need to expose itv as well because uh yeah there's been a groomer i philip schofield uh hiding there as well uh, but uh, well, the BBC—that's where uh, Jimmy Savile was protected, and then you had uh, another uh, uh, creep in uh, Hugh Edwards, and then you just have the yeah. the regular uh, awful people like Gary Lineker and Jeremy Vine. Who, if you offend Jeremy Vine, uh, you get five years in prison, even though he yeah. what is it stalks uh, motorists with his uh, it's helmet. A joke. I mean, that, that, the Belfield sense was a joke. Mm. Yeah, but, but I mean, I think the thing for me, though, about the BBC is the fact that people are mandated to pay for it. You know, at the end of the day with ITV and Sky, you know, you can you can turn them off, but you can only watch them if you pay for the BBC. And and that's where, it, it, you know, a, it, is, it is a totalitarian state broadcaster pushing far left cultural Marxism. And it, it, it has to be brought down a peg or two. It's as simple as that. Oh, it's also anti-white as well, openly discriminate yes. against white. And now ABC yeah. in Australia is uh, pretty uh, similar. Uh, though I will definitely keep in touch, uh, David, because there's, well, there's the, the Mer- London mayoral election in Brilliant. May, and uh, you'll get the, uh, the general election uh, at the, the end of the year. Uh, so there's uh, a lot happening. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, Tim. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay, good night. Uh, thank you, David. Uh, take care and, uh, yeah, it's all the best with uh, a, a new uh, fatherhood. Uh, it's obviously, uh, appreciate that. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. See you. All right, everybody, that's the end of uh, this special edition of Wilmsfront. Uh, so I will be back next Monday on Tim's News Explosion at 9 p.m. Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channel. So if you're watching for the first time on YouTube, Rumble, or Odyssey, make sure you subscribe, click the bell to allow for notifications, and also give a thumbs up. Uh, and comment below because that always helps with the the algorithms and uh, uh, you can find us a uh, for those who are new uh, viewers you can find us uh, at our website theunshackled.net and also support us uh, via uh, theunshackled.net slash membership 
because uh, uh, like Unity News Network, uh, we rely on the uh, support of our uh, viewers, readers, and listeners. And we also have a new Substack now. Uh, so the unshackled, uh, uh, unshackled.net slash uh, Substack. Uh, so I'll put that into the, the chat as well. Another Unshackled production we have is the report from Tiger Mountain with Richard Wollstonecroft. Uh, so there'll be new reports uh, published. Uh, so they will be uh, published on the report from Tiger Mountain Facebook. And also they are on our Substack as well. Uh, so thank you, everybody, uh, from both the Unshackled and unity news network uh, family uh, so uh, there'll be no Wilmsfront this sunday so i'll see you next for tim's news explosion 9 p.m melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channels i the theorists we don't know uh, myself and andy notch yet whether we will be back on next tuesday at the normal time but i will keep you posted as well uh, good night everybody uh make sure you stay safe uh, stay free, and uh, I will uh, see you all next week. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to Wilmsfront. Visit timwilms.com to view the archive of episodes. And keep visiting theunshackled.net to view all our shows. And to keep up with the latest real news and analysis. 